In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who comes in order to fill us with the good things of the kingdom. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, have you ever worked in food service? If you haven't, I, I tend to kind of look down my nose at you a little bit, um, uh, but it, it's, it's okay. It, it's not everybody's experience, but it, it certainly is a, a part of my experience. I, I uh, did my food service work as a bartender and as a caterer, uh, so I was never actually a, a, um, a run-of-the-mill server, um, but I, I still know enough about that whole industry that uh, when I go to a restaurant, restaurant or, or, or um, when somebody shows up at my table, I, I'm a little bit of a snob. Um, I, I, I kind of watch how people do their presentations and, and how my server is responding to me and, and those kind of things. And, and so one time I, I went to a restaurant and, and I had a really interesting in, encounter with my server. And uh, my, my server came by and, and uh, he started off in the, in the normal ways. Hi, I'm Mike, I'm going to be helping you out today. And then I, I just expected what normally comes after that, which, which is, you know, a, one of several different things. It's usually something like, uh, what can, you know, what, what can I get for you to drink? Or, or how are you doing today? Or, or however that is. But instead, Mark, the, the server guy, uh, he, he said, hi, I'm Mark, I'm going to be helping you today. Are you hungry? Uh, which uh, sort of threw me off, and and I and and uh, it was brilliant though because all of a sudden, uh, what what Mark did was he, he set me into this this uh, this response where I had to respond about if I was hungry or not, and and, and I had to go well, am I hungry? I'm sitting in a restaurant, so that probably means I'm hungry, or, or maybe it means I'm not hungry. I'm just here to, to meet somebody, um, however that is. But I was like, that's a brilliant question. Are you hungry? And, and it forced me to go, okay, I am hungry. And then all of a sudden, Mark is my ally. Mark is the guy who, uh, you know, all of a sudden is like, okay, you're hungry. Well, now I know how to serve you. Now I know, um, you know, what things to point out to you. I know how quickly I, I need to take your food order. Or if you're just waiting around for somebody, I know I can just kind of, you know, keep on plying you with drinks, which are more cost effective for the restaurant. So Mark was a brilliant guy. And he got a great tip that night for that simple question, are you hungry? And so I'm asking you that same question. Are you hungry? Stefan is. And Bill is. But we're not in a restaurant, and I can't help you out. I mean, that was that, that's a part of the thing here is that uh, during the, this corona time, we are, are hungry for some stuff. Uh, here at University Lutheran, uh, we started to reopen, but one of the things that we're not quite there yet with is uh, the, the amazing 
presentation of, uh, of, of breakfast uh, that, that happened um, uh, from so many different people. Uh, so many people who, who got up early in the morning in order to you know, go and, and buy Donut Kingdom um, and, and bring it here. Or so many people who you know, slaved the, the night before, the week before, in order to have things ready on, on that counter over there that has been so, so lonely for, for months now. And uh, had so many great things, as, as so many people were following uh, Paul's instructions to, to, you know, try to outdo one another in terms of showing honor uh, by putting fantastic things on that, uh, on that counter so that other people could eat them. And, and well, now you're probably hungry. And if you're not, maybe you're not hungry for food, but maybe you're hungry for other stuff. Maybe this, this virus outbreak has not meant that you've uh, gone hungry for food. Maybe you've gained a pound or two, in fact. But maybe it means that you've gone hungry for some other things. Maybe you've gone hungry for some interactions that you would normally have with people, especially kind of strangers and, and random people. I, I think we're, we're combined with a lot of the people that we really, truly, deeply care about a lot of times. But uh, the thing that we're missing out on is, is just, you know, the, those randomized sort of, hey, how are you doing when we go out? Maybe you're, you're hungry for that. Maybe you are hungry for, for something deeper than that. Maybe you're hungry for something that you used to be able to do in your former life, and now you're, you're kind of wondering what that looks like. Maybe you're hungry for baseball, and, and you've been watching, and then all of a sudden your favorite team, the St. Louis Cardinals, can't play because a couple of their players got the virus. And now you're left without baseball again, and you're hungry all over again. Maybe you're hungering even for something deeper. Maybe your hunger, in fact, has to do with something that has nothing to do with the virus. Maybe you're, you're just hungry for intimacy, and, and that was something that you were hungry for before this whole thing happened. Maybe you're, you're hungry for innocence, and you, you just wish you could get back to a place where you felt okay about yourself again. Maybe that was before all of this virus outbreak. Maybe you're hungry for righteousness. And you, you just wish that you could do something better and that this world could become a better place. Maybe you're hungry for peace. Maybe you just wish that the internal conflicts and the external conflicts in your life would just get resolved somehow. We're hungry for a lot of things. And part of it is just recognizing our hunger. When we look at this miracle that is recorded in all four of the Gospels, there's not many things that are recorded in every single Gospel, and this is one of them. This miracle that, that Matthew records for us, uh, he, he brings forward and, and he says that there, there was this moment that, that Jesus had. And uh, Jesus starts off hungry in, in this moment. Jesus has just found out that his cousin, 
John the Baptist, the guy who baptized him, well, because of calling out Herod on an illicit affair. And now Jesus is hungry. He's hungry to get away. He's hungry to be alone by himself. He's hungry to not have to serve people anymore. And yet, he can't fulfill that hunger because the people keep on chasing after him. And he has a competing hunger there, a competing hunger that he, he does want to heal those people. He does want to speak the good news. And so Jesus kind of you know, pushes away his hunger. He, he powers through it. And then at the end of the day, after he's been teaching everybody, the disciples come up to Jesus and, and they say, hey, hey, Jesus, um, uh, the people are getting hungry, which I personally think that means that uh, the disciples are coming up to Jesus and going, hey, Jesus, uh, we're kind of hungry. Um, uh, the people, the people are hungry, Jesus. Uh, and, and so then Jesus says to them, yeah, whatever, you guys feed them. And the disciples go, uh, we've got five loaves and two fish. And, and uh, Matthew doesn't tell us where they came from, but we know that they robbed a kid um, in, in order to get that. So yeah, even that, they, they didn't really have. And so, so Jesus says, okay, here's what we do. Have everybody sit down in the grass. And then Jesus lifts up the food, he says a blessing, which would have been very normal, and he says, now go and give them some food. Well, it's interesting, in a year where we're talking about discipleship, this whole year, our annual focus is follow me. And, and we're supposed to be talking about discipleship and how we're disciples and how we're even disciples in this wild and crazy world where there's a virus um, and people are wearing masks and, and all sorts of crazy stuff. But the people that we're watching this year, we're paying special attention to, to the disciples, not necessarily the crowd. See, normally when, when we think about this story, we think about this story in terms of us being, well, a part of the crowd. We're a part of the people that are getting all of that stuff that Jesus has somehow miraculously multiplied so that we might be filled. But what about the disciples? What happens with the disciples? Well, you, you see what happens here is uh, the way that, that Matthew puts it is that Jesus gives the food to the disciples first. And then he tells the disciples to go and to distribute it among the people. Now, certainly you could understand that as, okay, he just gives it to them, and then their job is to go and, and pass that stuff out, and then, uh, you know, maybe after they pass it out, like a good food service worker, you know, they're huddled in the back trying to you know, throw some food in their mouth with some of the leftovers. But I don't think that that's what's happening. You see, the... the what seems like it ha is happening here is that Jesus says to his disciples, here, eat, and then go 
and distribute. That Jesus is giving those disciples more than what they need to eat. That the disciples are able to fulfill their hunger and then go out and serve other people from their abundance. That there's that kind of movement that Jesus is modeling for us even today as we are disciples. That Jesus, what Jesus is telling us is that the miracle doesn't just happen one time, but that the miracle continues to happen in the kingdom. That the miracle in the kingdom is that God continues to multiply things into our lives so that we may be fed with good things, things like peace, things like forgiveness, things like reconciliation, things like beauty, things like closeness, things like community, that God is handing us all of those things in the church and that then what he means for us to do is to be his disciples and to go out into the crowds that are around us. And to say, I've got this peace. Would you like some? I've been forgiven. Can I forgive you? I have enough in terms of my community and my friendship. Could I have you be my friend too? Because that is what it means for us to be disciples, to know that we are filled by a heavenly God who gives us heavenly food, who gives us all that we need to sustain our lives and to beat back the hunger. And that it also means that we know that there are so many people around us who are just as hungry. And that our job is not to tell them to go into the village and try to buy food. How sad is it when that's the church's response to the hunger that other people have? That the church's response should never be, oh, you feel hungry? Oh, well, you know, go someplace else and, and, and fill that hunger some, somehow. Oh, oh, you feel lonely? Oh, well, you know, there's, there's plenty of things that you can do. Just, just go and make some friends. Oh, you, you don't feel like you have any peace? Oh, well, you know, go see a, a therapist or, or somebody for peace. But, but don't ever talk to me about that. Goodness gracious, no. That should never be the church. Rather, the church should be the gathered disciples who are feeding on the things that God has for us and who are picking up the leftovers and going out into our neighborhoods, going out into our friend groups, going out into our families and saying, I've got this stuff. Would you like some?
Are you looking for some peace? Are you looking for some forgiveness? Are you looking for some intimacy? Are you looking for some friendship? Because I've, I've got that. And I want to share. And if you're a Christian in here, if you're a Christian in this room, if you're a Christian watching this, the, the good news for you is this, is that you are simultaneously a disciple and a member of the crowd, that you get to play both sides of that, that you get to be fed from other people that God has put around you, and that you get to be fed from God himself. And then you get to be so full that you go out feeling like you're so full that you're maybe going to pop or you're maybe going to, you know, like one of those gross burps where the food kind of comes out of your mouth a little bit. But that's how full you are. That you can go out into this world and you can say, I am so full. Would you like some? So may you remember this week that you are being filled up with the good things that God has for you. And where you feel full, may you remember to share. Amen.